Not really. <laughs> Hi, everyone. What a great way to start the show with a good bit of laughter. I bet you could use some good laughter out there. Welcome into Primetime, our special edition once a month called Women Unscripted. And Women Unscripted, it pretty much is for the most part. I'm your host, Barbara Marville Kelly. My co-hosts happen to be to my right, Helena Trangata, also known as Tinkerbella. And then we have for the first time, my dear good friend, Deborah Diaz. So happy to be here. And it's exciting to have you with us, and I know you're going to have some really good input on our show today, as well as my dear friend Sharon Kissler, um, head of the Amazing Women group that we were at breakfast this morning down in Safety Harbor. So you've got a powerhouse of life coaches and consultants, Beware. and a little <laughs> bit of law to add with that, exactly. But you know what? I, I'm just going to let loose here because I've had some things really, really bothering me. You, you know it's <laughs> coming, all right? This right here, I know it can be our great best friend or our worst nightmare. If you agree, raise your hand whether we can see you or not. But I have to tell you, parents, grandparents that we talk to, and you know that, Tink, from time to time we hear the same thing over and over. This digital age, what is happening? Our kids are being so distracted, and I know that we, we can use these to our best of ability, but how much time do we spend wasting time rebooting computers, trying to get these things to work, trying to remember all the passwords on all these different sites and everything, but the main thing that's really bothering me is our next generations and the generations to come, and as life coaches, obviously, and with Deborah having her family law practice, she faces this on a regular basis, as much as I'm sure she hates to admit. But I, I'm going to just throw this out there, and I was watching um, one of the news stations, and up came some stuff that I really wanted to hear, because I thought it was just me, because I didn't want to sound like I wasn't with the times. I like to think that I am, but I am, but I'm not. But I just see the frustrations with not only myself, but within families and, and all with this digital age and wondering how do we parents engage in a digital world so that we have balance, how we have alignment. I'm just going to throw this out and you guys just jump in there. Deborah, I'm sure you're faced with a it's, lot. It's affecting it's affecting everything. I have to laugh as you're saying this digital age. I was in a mediation last week and the mediator asked the mother, and now we're talking of a, a young child, three year three years old, does the child have a cell phone yet? And I about was <laughs> did a double take thinking, have that's is that what we've become? Yeah. So that it's so D dominating our culture and society that we're immediately connected and and that is what's that is what's did this happening. Did the 3-year-old have a cell phone? That's what not I was going to yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Not was yet. It and that was the answer. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. What would so. the 3-year-old do? I mean, what would be the importance of a 3-year-old to have a I phone? I was just going to ask that same Unless, question. But you know it's true. They play the uh, games. They play the games. games. They're uh, it's amazing. They're like a pacifier for the children. I mean, they know how to get into before I could even do it. They're no, like, give me the phone. They're 2 and many 3. Of them, yeah. Many of the parents are giving that to them. When they're in, in a, a, a car seat as a babysitter a with babysitter. videos yeah. on them and keep them busy. And so the child is holding mom or dad's phone even when they're in a yeah, restaurant exactly. or in the car. <clears throat> and the kids learn how to do all that. And the other part of that is I'm concerned. I mean, you know, I know that's not really what we're talking about, but the electronics of that. 
um, being that close to the baby for that amount of time, oh, that's concerning an, to me. And the, they talk about the blue light on the eyes. Isn't that harmful there to is, a baby's eyes? I'm not a doctor, but they're advertising. Now they advertise, get the blue light glasses if you're on the computer yeah. a lot. In fact, I just happened to order a pair because it says you should get them if you're on a, you're, you're uh, viewing a computer. For now, that's, extended. now, see, um, already that's just bugging me. I'm not <laughs> going to go buy blue light glasses because I'm on the computer. <laughs> See what I'm saying? All that. Yes. This is even a waste of conversation sometimes when we spend all this about yeah, now we've got to do this, we got to do that, right. and then we don't even know what, what the, the repercussions right the long term effects, what yet. the repercussions are. Right. For the, you know, this is how we've learned. You know, the mistakes that we've made, and then we come up. We have. Um, a huge, not just social problem, but maybe health issues. Right, right. Exactly. Well, there are a lot of people, maybe they're a little on the edge, maybe they're not mainframe, that talk about the radiation yes. that we're absorbing and how bad it is for us. But how much worse would it be if a child starts when they're a wee thing in a, in a car seat absorbing that radiation? I mean, my yeah. great nieces and nephews, they're allowed to have the phone like in bed at night before they go to sleep, this That's is what entertains them. I would say I would absolutely disagree <clears throat> with that. I just read a, another article talking about how your brain gets so cued into that you've got to hear the dings and the messages. Hmm. And I actually started following myself. And when my cell phone dings for a message, I'm thinking, You've, your pulse races because yes. you, you don't gotta, know like, you got to say I got to answer it I got to oh, answer yeah. it so one of the That's recommendations true. is to make sure you shut off your electronics <laughs> at least one hour exactly. right. before bedtime and keep it away from the bedside table put right. it away so that you can't constantly be reaching and looking at it yeah and that takes self-control it is <laughs> does <laughs> Self-control. Well, <laughs> what it is. I it is. mine for alarm clock. I, I, I have well, actually. So do I, but I'm going to change because actually I have a the Alexa. So I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I've been using her lately oh, yeah. for, uh, to yes. wake me up. Then I'm going to stop. I'm going to move it and not keep but it But I don't usually pick bedside. it up unless for some reason I can't sleep. That wouldn't be what I would do. But normally I don't look at it when I get up during the night for so, any reason. So, so we're dealing with this as adults. Mm -hmm. Just imagine what our generations are dealing with as they're coming up with this. And, you know, we were talking earlier about the generations, the millennials have already, I think Rob Imperato, Rob, if you're out there, hello. Hey, Rob. At, Rob was here in uh, our show last week. And, or no, yeah, it was last, last Monday. Week. And he mm -hmm. was talking about the digital age. And I learned so much from Rob. And we're going to have him back probably remotely to come mm. in and talk. Maybe we'll have him come in with <clears throat> one of our Women Unscripted shows because we're, we're really looking at this with open eyes to see how any of us as life coaches can raise the awareness because I know, you know what, giving parents today the benefit of the doubt, some parents are out there working more than one job, they're going to school, and then they're also raising a family. And so taking that extra time, if they can find that time at all to be conscious parents, to put that time in, to limit their children on their mm. devices, the digital age, it's, I mean, I'm, I haven't okay, raised kids. And there's pluses. Oh, now. You know, technology yeah. has done great things. But it it, it's like we, we need mm. to, <clears throat> parents and adults need to take control. Yeah. It should be controlled technology. And, you know, if, if, I mean, you know, there are people who the word control just like 
is is like uh, chalk on a chalkboard, but it's about boundaries. It, it is. So it's really if you don't want to use the word control, just the boundaries mm. of. Uh, we're at the mm -hmm. dinner. I mean, how many times do you go to the restaurant? And everybody, oh, yeah. everybody, 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 everybody is sitting yes. like this. Like this. Yes, yes. yes, everybody. The parents <laughs> bring the parents bring the iPads yes. for the kids. Yes, the kids are each watching a movie, and both parents are there. The other day, we were out somewhere, and there was four of them. Dad was on his phone. The kids were actually coloring, which was good. Mm -hmm. And mom's just sitting there like that. Nobody's paying. <laughs> yeah, one so where is that well, family connection? Well, that's, that's the where thing. Is, where is it? That's the that's thing. They're forgetting how to connect. I mean, yes. this is, I have a lot of people that I'm talking about, you know, better communication relationships. And they, they're losing that skill level on how to really connect and talk. And even on the emotional level, mm -hmm. because it's shutting down. You know, a lot of our natural, say, the neuro pathways, you That's know, right. that are, uh, you know, response, the response is slower. I just heard something. Were we talking about it earlier? About so much, um, let's see, what is it? It was uh, so much screen time that a child would have is actually slowing down the neuro connections. Mm, now that's scary. Th that's that very scary. scary. That is, very so how scary, are they going to communicate later and, on then? And how do you know? As far as you know, progressing in life and child development, or even with with adults, I mean, and going into our older years, how do you know what is going to affect us like that? Exactly, we're going to have to develop. This came to me the other morning when I was meditating, as we all compare notes as we're working with health challenges as we add years to our life. <laughs> you know, you've heard about mm -hmm. the um, staging homes, right? Realtors yes. and mm -hmm. staging mm -hmm. homes. I think we're at a point where we, we have to do life staging. <laughs> I'm serious because, mm. I mean, we're all comparing notes. Either we've taken care of our folks, you know, and they've <laughs> passed on, and maybe we've inherited some of those those changes. But it, it's, it affects all of us all the way around. Mm -hmm. And we go through these different stages. But I'm all the way back to the generations and wondering how can we help our next generations mm. with what we've learned and how do we bridge that gap to the millennials? Yes, right. And then is it the X generation that's... After that, what is right. our what are the really young ones like our grandkids, the mm -hmm. four, five, and six? Well, it's you know, what it's are affecting they? everyone. John John's just told me. What did you say they were? Zennials. Zennials. Well, that's yeah. kind of cute. Zennials yeah. Mm. So yeah. So that's what we're kind of you know hashing <laughs> out here and talking about how we can help you, how we can help ourselves with this generational sort of a gap mm -hmm. and bring it back together and get back to some of the family values and the things that all us baby boomers were raised with and and still take in the technology and respect the youngsters for who they are and what they are learning because they are little geniuses well, on these to what Helena are. said it is putting boundaries in place yeah. yes it is having some some time for the computer time for the iPad you don't have to be constantly walking around with a telephone. But the at parents dinner have to time, set the they, example. It's the parents mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, at the dinner table or when you're no out. Phone there, I have a friend table. that has a rule. Hold your thought. There's a table that goes. Hold right. your thought. Okay. We'll come back with you <laughs> right after this. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen
Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hollox is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978. at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen hello everyone and welcome back into primetime women unscripted we're going to just jump right in with a point that deborah was making about conscious too. parenting and boundaries about putting some boundaries in place i have uh, several friends that i know with children will put some kind of uh, receptacle like a box on the table when they're sitting down to dinner and all the cell phones go into the box. That's it. You're disconnected for that 30-minute yes. period or whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. Families are connecting less and less anyway. So if you do have the chance to sit down to dinner, have it be without the interruption of a cell phone. And that is so true. You know, a half hour is quite a long time for families that need that time. And like you were saying, sitting down and asking, you know, how was your day today? Uh, what about the, the class that you were having? Some of us grew up with that. We, we assume did. that it's still going on. Assume. And yet, yes. uh, when you talk to, like when I talk to my children, that's really not what goes on. It's more likely that they're all eating separately or they're eating yes. in the backseat of the car because they go through a drive-through. The kids are in the back seat, and you know they eat on the way to a soccer okay. game or something. And it's it's really scary to me to think that we are raising this next generation. And I'm really talking about the, the, the grab and go society. That would be my yes. that my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that they're going to be. I mean, they they'll text my granddaughter. Will text my grandson <laughs> in the same room rather than speak to him. Um, and that to me is just scary. And then you, you look, we looked at this interview where, where they, you know, teachers are saying that they don't know how to interview. They don't know how, how to hold yes, the conversation. They don't have the skills. They well, have not developed the skills because of all the time. I mean, this is our first, um, I guess the millennials and would be the first generation that has had totally cell phones since on they were, cell phones. um, Digi right. They've been fully, mm -hmm. digi fully digitized from, from kindergarten, I think they are up. Yes. kindergarten on up. Well, exactly. exactly. The other thing, too, is say texting. There's this whole, uh, let's say the language is shortened. You know, we have LOL, OMG, you know, all these abbreviations. Everybody, or how about K, you know, and it's supposed to describe what a conversation. And people get used to not having a detailed conversation. And I tell you what, if you're into anything emotional, texting is terrible because mm -hmm. you cannot yes. read no, you can't. what the person's really trying to convey and you can misinterpret it. And, and even with emoticons. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and yes, and while it's cute and convenient, 
you really don't get to the deeper level of, or even the truth. I mean, somebody can You're misinterpret. You're not connecting emotionally. Not connecting, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's can have repercussions because they forget the skill. You're not building the skill to communicate. That's so, so true. And you know, when you think about it, I think we all have had time where we maybe couldn't connect emotionally. Right. So now we add it's this worked. business to it. Yes. I don't want to connect this way because I am a firm believer that perception is everything. And I can be saying something to you or you, you'll take it one way, you'll take it another, you'll take it another, you Definitely. might get it. <laughs> and then you might not. But to do this, how do you show emotion on this? You know, I, I tell you, um, John was in my ear while we were talking here and he was saying that there is now been deemed a gaming disorder yeah. by WHO, World Health Organization. Yes. Now, how do you like that? You yes. heard it here on Primetime, Women Unscripted, so you can see our passion in talking about this digital age. A gaming disorder? It's true. Right. Well, there's several people that have died. This, yes. I'm sure John knows. Well, that, you know, that they, because they've yes. refused to leave the game, they sit yes. there uninterrupted for like hours and hours, not minutes, hours. And it breaks down communication. And they're also developing an addiction. Here we go. Because the brain is, you know, receiving the information, short information. Yes, the motor have, skills. How fast can you go? But they actually are getting um, yes. purple tunnel in their digits where they're playing the game yes. because of the, exactly. so much earlier because they've been doing it since they were this big. Exactly. Well, you know, and those games, and um, we had some games when my sons were growing up, and I had a real big deal about not like playing Atari game and all that. <laughs> yeah, compared to now, but Pac now Man. what's going on is they're becoming desensitized. Yes desensitized. Do I need to go into what happened in this last couple of weeks, which I really don't want to, but I'll tell you, it, it concerns me. I've always been interested in what happens to the human brain exactly. when these things happen. And, um, you know, they blame this, they blame that, they blame the parents, the blame goes well, everywhere. But, you know, it's a matter of, of being proactive and being an effective parent and just when Definitely. we think we may be well maybe we don't know because we're so self-absorbed in going out and working and making a living and making sure the kids are dressed mm -hmm. and they have lunch money for school and doing their and in all of yes. that it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and i can understand at times okay put that you know the the phone or the ipad in front of them and let them play their games you know what i have kids games on my phones for my uh, in my ipad for my grandson he is limited to the time that he spends on them but i'll tell you what he is smart as a whip because so what does this mean he's oh mimi just go to google google it you'll yes. he's four term. <laughs> i know google it <laughs> i looked at my son i go he goes, yeah. And even he is in overwhelm. Yeah. I mean, he's going on his 50s right now, my son, and this is a first experience for him. What an experience to be involved with the digital age, mm -hmm. you know? So, And there is a good side to it. Oh, absolutely. Because you can be in contact, let's say, with your child or even... Um, the experience that we had with the with the uh, school shooting and you know people that was their only means of connecting yes. Uh, yes. you know with the outside mm -hmm. world to find out what was really going on so mm -hmm. there is a component where it can be necessary and but it's just and, like you know I mean you could say the same thing I mean yeah. I mean I know this is yeah. far-fetched but fire extinguishers are necessary and good in emergency right, right. but we don't hold them in our hands That's every right. moment well um, this the it, it's gone yeah. so mm -hmm. far 
out of the out of sight and uh, Rob was speaking again Rob last week he was speaking about the digital bullying and yeah, I yeah, think you also have that. had some, addressed that you've before. had addressed that on yes. your show before yes. however you know part of it is there's you know mm -hmm. I'm thinking bullying we were all bullied when we were kids but it's a whole different this world now. Different it's a whole different the world cyberbullying. and then well, they're, they pick up yes. their phone and they're they they want to know what the kids are saying about them they it's, won't even unfriend the person yeah. this is no, what i've been watch. told they actually want to hear everything trolling. that's being said about them. trolling for what's what they're you know they probably put google alerts on it yes. so, i think they put google alerts on their names and they want to know and you know even um I was reading, I was watching a video by Sandra Bullock today, and she was talking about how people put her down in the press. And she said, yeah. and here she is, Sandra Bullock. I mean, she's multimillionaire. She's uh, won awards and everything, but it's, she still admitted it gets her down. We're humans. Now, We're now somebody like Sandra Bullock, and then you take a little child yeah. who's maybe just fragile. They're just they're developing. They're fragile. They're just, you know, they're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And then you say something like, you know, their four eyes, you know, <laughs> those are the things that I heard when I was a kid, but I think they say worse than that. They, they're a mommy's they boy. Just, they're a this, they're a that. They and then these little and children just kind of like melt. Yeah. It's very scary. And, and how, well, well, we know it's a serious yeah. problem when we've had several, even, even in, in our uh, county where uh, young Adults, teenagers have committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Well, sure, because of over bullying. Yes, over the the bullying. So it's so unbearable. And how sad is that? That it's so unbearable that they think that that's their only way out. That's exactly, exactly. right. They don't know what the other choices yes. are, especially if they lose that ability to connect and feel good about themselves, making true friendships, and not just the um, so-called uh, online friendships. That really are not filling their life. It's I think fake. that was. I call it. I tell my clients, yeah. Facebook fantasy. Yeah. Stay off of it. Oh, that's <laughs> a good fantasy. one. Yes. <laughs> because everybody, I've heard even people say, "Oh, everybody mm -hmm. has such a beautiful life." No, wake up. No. Do you think people are just? It's fantasy. Mm -hmm. No, you know, mm -hmm. really don't look. You know, people look yeah. at other people's pictures and they're going here and they look like they're enjoying and all this. Well. We don't know the true, remember, really don't know the true things mm -hmm. that are going on. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's a lot of good things happening and people are, but you can't just look at what's going on and say, oh, that's real. Well, I think mm -hmm. the other part of that is then look for us to be looking at their phones, their digital activity. But I think that so much, they're so smart. These kids are so smart that they know how to hide it from mom and dad. Mm. And when you're talking about texting, what they, mm -hmm. you know, they have, the, I mean, unless you're, watching the um, directory of texting, mm. <laughs> you don't even know what it means. I mean, yes. they have little three letters for mom just walked in the room type thing. Yes. You know, oh, they, really? have, yeah, yes. they have, yeah, they have things about, you know, so-and-so, yes. you know, they, they use, you know, I'm sure nasty words too with four, with three letter words or three little things on there. But the problem is in a, at least one of those cases here in Pasco, the parents had no idea, no idea mm -hmm. because they never looked at the person's, their child's digital should file. Be part or of the responsibility should be. of looking at the electronics. And there are software programs out there, there that can be installed that you're following and the parents can get alerts. And there's also locks, so, you know, software locks mm -hmm. that can go on mm -hmm. the phone to prevent certain types of surfing.
So, so it, again, it is like taking setting porn, boundaries. For well, setting the, boundaries. Yeah. the whole social media thing. I mean, the, you know, as far as how young a child is when they start to develop an identity that's an online identity, uh, you know, their Facebook page or whatnot, and the pictures and things. Because as we heard in the news, this is where they're making some postings that are giving. Uh, away some, you know, really critical information on how these people are thinking, you know, where they're kind of going. And, uh, and, it, and when you think about, well, what is the answer? What is the solution? You know, is it more awareness? Is it raising consciousness? How do we fix these people that the younger people that seem to be so broken and they're using like social media as an outlet, you know, for their frustrations or you know, their their loneliness or any other kind of um, internal childhood wounds, and they're displaying it. They feel like I have a voice if I get on social media. But um, it's more about how do we go in to fix the culture? Absolutely. You know, how can That's we offer back to it? Yeah, how can we offer takes, more? What it, it is takes that? Yeah. It, it does take a village. It takes the teachers. Yes. And it takes the the it family the pediatrician, yes. it takes mm -hmm. the parents, maybe it takes the, the minister takes from the church and maybe law yes. you know, law enforcement it gets in right. there because there was something that was done that was illegal. But it's it it really does because if one's just like we saw over there, if one's not talking to the other and there's no communication, then the child gets yes. left without any support. And they don't even know I mean, they're so confused, they don't have a base, they don't have a reference. You know, if it goes on Especially too long. Especially if you're trying to talk to your parent and yes. your parent doesn't get off their digital device. Yes. Right. Unless, or they're not yes. there. Right. Or they're tuned right. out for whatever reason, whether it's medically or due to an addiction or whatever. Well, you know, there's just, um, we could be here like forever and ever talking about it, but I think that the raising of the awareness is one thing mm -hmm. and the consciousness. And yes, it does take a village. I wanted to um, let everybody know in yes. case uh, you haven't seen this, there is a movie out called um, Movie Connect. Oh, here it is, Kirk Cameron. Um, and you can actually go and get your tickets here in our area. It's playing under Fathom Events at Citrus Park 20 at the Citrus Park Mall, Grove 16 Cinemas, Wesley Chapel, and Woodland Square and Oldsmar, that's usually where we go. Um, yes. But the reason why I wanted to bring this up is Kirk Cameron fully understood the dilemma. We have just a minute here, so I'm going to go into this real quickly. So we went to the experts, and what he learned will enlighten, challenge, and encourage parents. I want to see this movie. Yes. This movie, I, I just want to pull some, I'm, I'm really, really grasping for any help from anywhere or anyone to be able to use our platform here at the studio to enlighten and educate anyone that will listen to us. So that's one of the reasons, I mean, our passion as life coaches, all of us, our passion is for you and the upcoming generations. And each one of us have our own individual personal passion. I have my four-year-old grandson and I want to do everything I can as his grandma. And I'm sure you ladies have the same way, have your own personal, whether it be in business yes. or clients or, or whatever. And it's up to our generation to bridge that gap. When we come back, we're going to share some more tips with you on boundaries and all that kind of good stuff. And if you want to call in, we'll put the call-in number for you. We'll be right back after this. at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen
Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hollox is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978. at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen I what about, if you win you're entitled to something too. right right what about i know this word I know. that i think is so important in parenting consequences consequences behavior Nobody is consequences, has We're consequences back. anymore yes. we are back and thank you we're just <laughs> having, having a, a spirited discussion, discussion here very high spirited well you know when it comes to family i mean after all that's our love family. And I was just saying, I picked up a, a note that really drove it home for me because I hear about all this entitlement with from the, the younger generation. Entitlement. Well, what are they? Why? Why do they feel entitled? What is it all about them? Well, we get married. We have a family. If you're like this, raise your hand. I mean, it's all about the kids. It is all about the kids. We do everything we possibly can with the kids. I know I tried to raise my kids with consequences, with proper discipline that I researched before I decided to implement. But if we live for our kids and so they become all about them, yes. do they become entitled organically? It just hit me just yesterday when I heard this and I'm going, well, that makes a lot of sense. If we're giving and we're doing this and we're doing, they do become entitled. Well, gosh well, they don't darn. Know different. Hmm? They, they don't know any They don't different. know any different. And when we were kids, it was like the opposite. Yes. It was like the, the child was kind of like, we had structure, we had rules. We were kind of in the adult world being, uh, you know, trained or groomed to be um, young adults, you know, going into adulthood, responsibility and things like that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, it seems like it's a reverse in a way. It's like the parents are in the child's world, which, yeah, is, it does which is fun, you know, which is great um, to be a child again, you know, to have those experiences. But where's the... Where's the There's balance? Boundaries. How do you it, it, know right. the boundaries right. and the balance when, when you kind of, you know. But I think we said it during the break, you know, parents are afraid yeah. to parent. You know, yeah. they just want to be the, the kid's best friend. And mm. that's never going to give your child mm. the idea of what they need to be as a parent either, is it? No. No, well, because they, of the fact that they don't have those boundaries. And they, you know, all baby, all babies come into this world wanting structure. Mm -hmm. You know, I rock yes. babies in the NICU, and they're always talking about the babies that come in that have drug issues, that are addicted, that they're disorganized. Now, they're not talking about just their brain. Their whole little bodies are disorganized. Yes. Babies want structure. They want yeah. to be fed and bathed and 
have now, boundaries. They have boundaries. They want yes. to have structure. Yes. They start little tiny. I mean, puppies want structure. You know, you right. get, go you're, get a you're puppy. You're training your puppy you when you go your out. Puppy right. and you, you train your child. Right. This is when we eat. Yes. This is what we do next. Yes. This is what we do next. Somewhere along the line, we quit training them. Mm. Is because that? It, well, it's, That's true. it's kind of this deterioration in evolving into they want to yes. be friends with the children. Mm -hmm. So we no longer train so them. We just let them rule it's more the roost. Be friends. We're, we're <clears throat> excuse me, where parents are afraid to parent. Put some guidelines in place. Mm -hmm. You can I grew up and I and when I was growing up, I mean we 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 went out to a restaurant, we <laughs> sit at the table and behave. Okay. No, I, How many times too. are you out at a restaurant now and the little children are running around the place? Okay. Where the That's parents true, yeah. aren't putting boundaries. Fine. I understand, you know, they're, they're children. But when, how are you teaching the boundaries? Exactly. Okay? The other diners don't want the children running up to their table. No, basically. That, that's, when that's you're going true. to a McDonald's, when you're going to the places that expect, that's expected. Yeah. I'm talking they have about the playground. You know, you're or going something. to the finer restaurants yes. out. I mean, it starts. It starts there. Yeah. You're, it train, does. you're training. You're training manners. I could never call an adult by their first name, Graham. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that that's I, the I, right I, way. I, no, but I'm I understand. saying that's what I was. It had to be, you know, Mister. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. I wasn't calling my my neighbor Joanne. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yes, no man. Yeah, yes, it was that like that, that's, that's exactly it. To do that too. Polite, ask for anything. We went exactly. to visiting people's homes. Don't you dare ask for anything. That's right. I was like, it was, and I don't move. But I'm saying that we're guidelines. But I know that it was too. But see. That goes back to the structure, right. yes. and it goes back to teaching them it's not all about them. Right. You know, this That's is what right. you're saying. Yeah. It's not all about them. I love it when I see parents that take their children to um, uh, a not-for-profit fundraiser. Right. I love I that love because that. Yes. they get to see, or, you know, mm -hmm. we're going, what I used to do with my kids was, you know, I would say, now we're going to clean your toy closet out, yes. and what, yes. what you don't want <laughs> anymore, not something yes. that's broken, but no. we're going to take this to little boys and girls who don't have of that pr appropriate thing. So I feel like it's really important when mm -hmm. a when a parent teaches their child that it isn't all about them. Right. Right. I know families yes. that have d start different traditions on the gifts under the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pick out one that's the one you're giving away. Or around Thanksgiving, right. going to a, a soup kitchen. If you and, take, and take them to serve or you take, you take at least they see you, you doing it, then doing, they're going to right. be more appreciative, I think. And, you know, I heard something, too, talking about boundaries and behaviors with children that needing the structure. Um, I read an article uh, with social psychology, and children really want the structure. They want to know how to have self-control. They do, and that's and they why don't they act like up because they, they know yes. they're going to get yeah. the attention. They don't from like that. losing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they but they don't know how to have the control. So mm -hmm. we've seen some videos on Facebook where they're teaching like meditation, you know, in the oh, UK. That's awesome. yes. yes, and they're and wonderful so videos. Mm -hmm. And the children themselves are expressing how much they're enjoying that, of being course. able to find Structure, a subtleness yeah. and a peacefulness, you know, to come in, and and they feel this balance. But what they're really experiencing is control. Mm -hmm. And that but control is given because they really it is not known, right? And right. they have they, they build self confidence exactly, that way. and they're doing but, you know, it on their yes. own. And you know, and they to like the, it to that point. Mm -hmm. of, these are a few little notes that I took down from the show that I watched mm -hmm. the other day, and what is happening with families. And they were talking about social breakdown, family breakdown, character building, 
It, where's exactly. that? Where's that? But here's this is what really got me is we are in a culture of toxic stress and anger and violence. And to your point, if mm. we could get to the kids, and we've all had these conversations, mm -hmm. if we could get to the kids somehow at a level, like you're mm -hmm. saying, with meditation, Tai Chi, Qigong, and get them to take that time for themselves at a younger age, it, it automatically comes over them. and they will win and, and they, they will like feel it. accomplished and then the next time like when we grew up we were told to count to 10 and there's, there's something right? to be yeah. said for that right? That's right. That's right that's right yeah because it's no different than doing that or holding your breath and thinking ah, smell the flowers blow out the candles and you know what the kids do love that they do and the, the kids build that confidence mm -hmm. they feel it's a personal growth Mm -hmm. But uh, they, I think the parents enjoy it, you know, because they have a sense of um, control over the situation as well. Instead of the kid throwing the tantrum, he can shift into uh, some kind of, um, you know, personal uh, habits of being able to calm themselves. Right. And it's just so beneficial all the way around. And it's a part of maturity and growth. Exactly. So. Deborah, you are a counselor and you see a lot of a lot. Is there <laughs> anything that you can share that you have yeah. worked with your clients in bridging that gap and making some headway? I mean, you've been a family law attorney for how many years? Since 1995. So I'll let other people do the math. So, she, so she's, Deborah's got quite <laughs> yes. a bit of experience here. <laughs> it's, 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 again, it's parents having to take control. So say if there's a breakup of, re of, a, of, a, of a, uh, the family and we're dealing with a divorce situation, if the parent is whining and uh, degrading the other spouse, the child picks up on that. So mm. it comes back to the adults yes. have to take charge yes. of how they're going to react to the situation. Children are resilient. They, and they love both parents. Okay, I always counsel my clients and say, you are getting divorced, the children aren't getting divorced. And, and they, no matter what, so when, you, when parents are talking about the other, the other spouse and they're saying, your dad is this and your mom is this, and when they, when they degrade, that's also insulting the child because that other mm -hmm. spouse is, the, is their parent. That's right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's learning that there has to be some they have so I'm always recommending if the parents are having that tough time with the breakup of relationship to mm -hmm. get into counseling. Of course, and there's to get into counseling and talk about it. And do you feel? Mm -hmm. And we only have just a few seconds remaining, but um, before our break, do you feel that that is also contributory to the kids today in kind of like latchkey kids? Um, exacerbated like when we were kids we were latchkey kids but it seems like it's more so now especially when they're well, from if you're broken losing families. your, your parent if you're losing your connection to your parent mm -hmm. and then if the uh, and and then if the one parent is insulting the other spouse sure the child is feeling you know who, who do they go mm -hmm. to exactly who do they go to and they could blame they go themselves to this sometimes right. we go to the whole yes. thing and they yes. start to and develop they find, yes. they find friends that aren't right. really friends that's right. what i was just going to say and sometimes it's actually someone who could hurt them yeah right you know right. I mean physically or world. mentally hurt so there's them. a lot there's a lot yes. of factors involved thank there you is. we're gonna take a quick little time out when we come back we're gonna have some more little tidbits <laughs> for you I'm hoping you're enjoying the show here today I know some of the things are a little on the downside but we do have the upside in the last section as well we'll be right back
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hot Locks is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978. at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. 
Hi everyone, welcome back into Prime Time, our special edition called Women Unscripted. We are always here the last Monday of every month. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly. With me is Helena Tringada. We have Deborah Diaz and of course Shara Kistler, our amazing woman group leader. And I mean it's a big group leader. <laughs> I want to thank all the ladies for coming on. And in this last segment, we're going to give you some of the solutions and some of the things that, that you can do, that you can look into and reach out to any one of us. Us, if we can help one person sure. out there in the audience today that makes a difference during the break we were just talking about it's all about connection mm -hmm. and as you and I were talking about on the way back from Shara's breakfast meeting this morning love which we got to attend yes, yes. wonderful yes. and we talked about that at your meeting it's yeah. love and the connection of love and communicating with your child I'm just going to let you guys just jump right in and, and continue to share some of the things that has been working for you, whether it's you, Deborah, well, in your practice or you and yours. I just wanted to say I was a single mom and so was Barb, I know. Mm -hmm. And so, so you know, share. I didn't want, I don't want mm -hmm. anybody to think that we're pointing fingers at no, you as not parents. At all. Mm -hmm. None not of at us, all. none no, of us no. were perfect parents. And no. uh, we just know <laughs> that you want to try to, you know, you want to do better. We mm -hmm. know whether you're a single parent or uh two-parent fa two family, we know that you're trying to do the best. And we just want you to realize that there are some um, some options for you and that this is a big problem. And because mm -hmm. life gets so busy, maybe you're not even aware of it yet. So we want to That's raise right. the awareness. But we want to say to you, you're doing, most of you are doing phenomenal yes. jobs. And we bless you because of the fact that you're raising our next generation. That's right. You have these precious little souls in your hand, and we <coughs> want those precious little souls to grow up to be healthy and wealthy and wise. Mm -hmm. And and um, so we don't. This isn't at all about para bashing by any no, means, no. or millennial bashing, or anything. Nope, no, not at it's all. It's raising the consciousness. It's raising That's the consciousness, right. raising and we just want to mm -hmm. say, you know, there are things that you can do. Um, uh, Deborah mentioned while ago, counselors. There's counselors. There's ministers that you can contact, your minister, um, social workers that are in the field, um, any, any of us. You could contact mm -hmm. any of us, and we'll point you in, a, in a, a, a direction that might be helpful for you. Well, exactly. And, and knowing what your child is up to, mm -hmm. being, um, Deborah, you were talking about the software that is available to where you, you can all... know what's going on here. Yes, I mean, talk to, do, do a Google search. <laughs> There are so many different software programs, monitor programs, parental lock programs, things that you can do to put some control on the, on the, on the devices, some kind of boundary limits, because you do want uh, some interaction. Mm -hmm. All right. I, I think that there's, there is a deterioration mm. if, if a child, because I think even as adults, if you're on it, constantly if yes. you're on it there is a deterioration in your oh, interaction yeah, your connection skills and I, I think that this movie that's coming out tomorrow and i think the next day is going to be important to watch whoever can you know catch that mm -hmm. because it is about the connection mm -hmm. and one thing that i know and i do a lot of um emotional freedom coaching and it is about the emotional connection. Mm -hmm. So even with young children, it's stopping maybe to ask that child, how do you feel about it? You know, how, do you, how are you feeling in this situation? And just kind of peering a little deeper and peel back some of the layers. So, 
you can discuss what feelings are like, how other people feel uh, when you say certain things or do certain things. And it's not just um, cutting it short, you know, shortchanging with texting and things like that. But even with a teenager, it's very important to get to uh, have that open consciousness talking about the heart connection mm -hmm. and uh, find out what they're thinking and how they're feeling. Exactly. Yeah. But I can I just, because I've been there as a mom, you know, you go, how was your day at school? Fine. <laughs> how was this? Fine. So you have to, you have to sometimes say, well, I heard about, you know, you can make up a story. I heard about so-and-so, he was getting some, there was some bullying going on. Have you heard of that? Has that ever happened? And let them yes. tell you what's happening right. in their lives. And, it may not be them specifically, right. but about their friends or something so that you get some, you get some insight. So you're telling them also that you're aware, that you know what right. you yes. the potential of what's yes. going on. You're yes. aware what's and you care on. and you yes. care about yeah about that one thing i was going to mention real quick there's a fantastic video on facebook of course of william and kate the royal family and the cutest video oh, yes. of them squatting down getting eye to eye with their little son and daughter and you know you and there's just these multiple times when they're doing and that is connection it is eye contact level, right, right yes there. at their right level. on their level mm -hmm. and you know i'm there for you yep. let's, let's, <laughs> let's discuss I this i want to look at the whites of their eyes yes. Well, yes. as the old-fashioned saying goes your eyes are the window <laughs> to right. your soul i'm yeah. looking at you kid <laughs> exactly yes. and that's some that is really good advice too because when you can connect with your child they want to connect back with you mm -hmm. and and they have some of their peculiar ways of showing it but but, but we were talking today about mm -hmm. doing things like doing little exercises with your kids yes. or you know reading or watching mm -hmm. one of their videos you know that seemed to be really good with my kids my grandkids was I don't even we went there for vacation because my kids all live out of town <laughs> and I watched the littlest mermaid about it 200 times in a week you know but, <laughs> but the whole point is they remember that I watched the exactly. Little mermaid right. exactly you know and I learned about the little moment. mermaid <laughs> but yep. it um it you got to get to their level I think that you know both by visually I, and yeah. also you've got to act you know, or show some interest in what they do. Yes. Because right. so, what music are they listening to? Oh, yeah. Well, they start oh, talking yeah. about groups. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, that's true. That's yeah, another true. thing because they had a lot of those groups back when I was raising my kids and, I, and I'd actually get wind of what they were singing and I had to just ban it from, from the kids because I just didn't want that kind of violent mm -hmm. music in the house and and then now they're coming out with all this stuff but what happens when they're watching these movies or or playing those violent games it's it's nothing but most of them mm -hmm. are violent i mean i don't watch them but i hear that's about part them. of the desensitization desensitization yeah somebody say that that word yeah because of the fact that we just we we see people die just kill them off kill them off kill mm -hmm. them off it's like if you if you're unhappy with them just kill them off you know, we didn't so have what's that going as, in, as what's children. So what, I didn't. What, how are they well, everything, processing Everything that? is going in. Everything's yes. vibration. Everything's energy. And, you know, I think with conscious parenting, 
they are becoming more aware of that. They're tuning, so. they're tuning into their yes. kids. Yes. And I think they are trying to give them those experiences to raise them higher. But the ones that are slipping through the cracks, I think that's what we're speaking to. Yes, yes. And it's easy to do. We understand. Yes. You're out there. You're working a couple of jobs. Maybe you've had some financial setbacks or whatever. We understand. Believe me, we, you know, life there. hasn't always been a bed of roses no. for all no. of us. But we found a way to connect to ourselves. And one of the things that I want to say is just love. Love will save the day. It will save all of us if we will connect to one another, mm -hmm. starting with our family. That love-empowered life will make all the difference in the world. And we're here for you. Try to watch that movie, um, Movie Connect. Is that what it, mm -hmm. Movie Connect or connect, ConnectMovie.com? Connect, yeah. And just watch that movie. We haven't seen it's it, but I'm, relevant. I'm going tomorrow. It's, it's, so, it's so yeah, relevant it's, for today's it is. times. Connect. connect. And um, you can we have a minute left. We, we have 30 seconds left. I just want to say, one of my, what, you know, you have the memories of, we all try to make memories for our families, right? One of my memories is that every Ten night, seconds. my dad would say, I love you, good night, and he would kiss me good night. My mom and dad both would. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. to me, that's like one of my best it's memories. Connection. You know? Of course, it's connection. connection. Nothing connects more than love. Speaking <laughs> of right. love, thanks for joining us. Ready, girls? Throw a kiss. Mwah! Mwah.